these guys, freaking warriors. I mean, going down 4-0, it's how it's been all year. Revenge, that's what we like. And I just, you know, it, well, that was one play of a great, great whole game. I just wanted to finish it for us because these guys gave us so much. We've been playing with an edge all season. Um, we started at 1-7. No one respects us. No one expected us to beat Darien and FCX. No one expected us to even make it to the FCX championship. No one expected us coming in here as a 19 seed or whatever. No one expected us to come in here, be New Canaan like we did, be prep. And I mean, another thing adding to the edge this season, coming in, neutral site game, playing at their home turf, kind of gave us, gave us some extra motivation. Now we have another chance to prove that our Darien game wasn't a fluke, so. Yeah, they're gonna be coming for you. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Hello everybody and welcome once again to the Long Stick Podcast, your weekly dose of high school boys lacrosse in Connecticut and I am your host Sean Patrick Bowley alongside my cohort Michael Fornabile. Michael, how are you? I'm hanging in Sean. It's in a lot nicer room than we're usually in. So yeah, we've been moved over. Experience. We've been moved over to the auxiliary room, the room I actually prefer to be in, but it's a lot nicer in here, a lot less cramped, little nice lights Windows. and everything. Yeah, so we're, I'm excited just in time for the state championship weekend. And whew, let me tell you, as you heard at the top of the show, Wilton is your big story going into championships weekend. I mean, is there any other story? The, the Warriors that you heard at the top of the show, obviously, uh, Tyler Previtt, who's all fired up after corralling the loose ball uh, that secured the ground ball, that secured their uh, seven to six game uh, victory over Fairfield Prep in the Class L semifinals. The revenge door, the revenge tour is nearly complete. And you also heard uh, uh, their great uh, defenseman Ryan Schreiber, who who's minces no words about you know all all the 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 stuff that they had to just hurdle to get back to this point. They were one and seven. Then they had to go on the road to the qualifier. They they had to go uh, uh, beat uh, their arch rivals that beat them in the FCAC championship game. They had to go to Fairfield Prep. They were all fired up about that. You can tell us a little about that, about that a little bit later. But uh, Will was all fired up. They had to play a quote-unquote air quotes. Uh, you, you know, if, if you saw the video on Game Time CT, it was uh, uh, Ryan Schreiber used the little air quotes. <laughs> neutral field here at uh, Fairfield Prep where they're putting the prep kids uh, pictures up every time they score a goal. It was like a home field advantage. But Wilton comes away. They're down four goals. I mean, you throw anything, you th adversity you throw at this team, they have just, they've taken it and they've given it back in kind. I mean, what do you, what about Wilton, Mike? What can you say about this team? One they, and seven to a state championship game. They got healthy and they got, uh, they got on a roll. I mean, you know, this is the Wilton team that we all kind of thought could be there, and boy, when they, when everybody's together, they're uh, they're, pretty, they're a pretty fun little team to watch. I mean, that I mean, you start and you start with the defense. I mean, you start with the goalie. You start with with those with those guys on you know, in, you know, in close. I mean, and the offense has clicked pretty well. As well, you know, you knew you knew Dean Donato, and you, and you had you know the Sullivans in the midfield who were moving the ball great, and and Riley shooting fantastic. And it's it's a team of destiny almost yeah, like at this yeah. point, doesn't it? That's what Ryan Shriver said. Uh, we are, you know, it's like the, the, the magical season. Mm. This is, you know, who wants to play us now? Well, I'll tell you who wants to play them. Well, Darianne does. Because now it's the shoes on the other foot. I even asked him. <laughs> I even said, they're coming for you. He goes, oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better matchup. I mean, it bookends the season just perfectly because, again, we weren't talking about Wilton start of the season. Yes, we thought they were pretty. They started to pull out what number three or or, or like that they were up high, yeah. or something like that. It doesn't matter. Um, 
And they were just, you know, even going into the FCAP playoffs, you just were like, whatever, dude. And then they win. They beat Staples in overtime. Okay. You know, good win. Uh, and then they go and beat Darien as we just, you know, 4-3 in that just absolutely epic game down at McMahon in, this, in the FCX semi. Mm-hmm. Was that at McMahon? Yeah, it was yep. in the FCX semi game I didn't go to. So at least I get my matchup again. And then mm-hmm. they lose to New Canaan. They took a four-goal lead in that one. They lose to New Canaan in the FCX championship. All right, listen, great run, Wilton. Now you got to go You got to face Dar- New Canaan again. We go to New Canaan, and they were just incredible. Uh, it was like a whole other team. You know, uh, they just they, they, they learned their lessons from the FCX championship loss, and then they went out there. And then they took off another three goal lead, and this time they didn't let it go. They 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 held on for dear life, uh, and then rolled away with that game. Uh, you know, they, like you said, Danana was great in that game. Uh, you know, uh, it's just such a different guy every other day. Like Danana was great in the in the uh, in the New Can game, six goals, and then in the uh, in the semifinals, it was Riley Sullivan, who I kept calling Liam on Twitter <laughs> throughout the game. Got a lot of names. Yeah, I mean, granted, Fairfield Prep didn't have Mason Reality, who tore his ACL in the other quarterfinal game when they they beat up on Newtown, and uh, that was unfortunate. But listen, they were uh, Wilton doesn't want to hear it. They they they, <laughs> they have been injured all year. I mean, long. one way or the other, that's two good teams. That's going to be a game like that one way or the other, yeah. and you know, it can come done just just as it did basically. But. Yeah, Fairfield Prep gives it a, a go. They were up four nothing. Mm-hmm. And and they didn't they four nothing early in the or midway through the second quarter and they only scored two goals the rest of the way and you give it up for the Wilton defense which has been great all year I mean Private's great Schreiber's great and several unsung heroes like uh, Ben Lung who, uh, yep, who yeah, you caught that on video that was that was pretty yeah that's incredible. the benefit of having that yeah mm-hmm. I mean in the in the heat of the moment you can't see what's going on next mm-hmm. thing you know you you see uh, Private racing up field with the ball in his hand but luckily we have the benefit of using the replay. Mm-hmm. We looked at it, and it was a nice check from behind. It was perfect. Like I, I couldn't figure out whether Jack Essie was trying was gonna shoot. He was trying to decide mm-hmm. the late in the will. So it's like t- twenty nine seconds left. Fairfield Prep has the ball. Jack Essie takes it up at the point, and then he starts to like you know roll right a little bit, looking for an opening that he maybe they because they had missed twice, but they were going for that right angle, and he was looked like he pumped you know he was pumping once, mm-hmm. pumping twice. He, he saw Grandolfo on his right. It looked like he was trying to figure out whether he should go to Grandolfo or go to the goal. Mm. I mean, you know, either way would have been a decent decision, but the hesitancy there gave Ben Lung the, 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 the opening he wanted. Just a little, a little check. You know, it was off to the side a little bit, a little check. The ball kind of chromed down, and next thing you know, Tyler Previtt's racing up the field with it, and nine seconds left, and that was that. So... Uh, but Fairfield Prep give it a go. You, you know, what can you say? They, like like uh, Coach was saying, uh, they have some of the best players in the state, obviously, and, and they give it a go. So, you yeah. know, what can you do? I mean, you know, uh, youngish defense, too, and they played very well in that first oh, quarter, yeah. forcing turnovers. And, and, you know, once once Wilton kind of settled down a little bit, they got a little tougher, and the, and the offense took over from there for Wilton. And, yeah. And, and then and there's the, something special. And I thought Andrew Calabrese played great, yeah. especially after they take took the four-goal lead mm-hmm. prep. Calabrese made some unreal saves. Just you know, point blank. He just knows where to go, where they got. He's like, it's like he's in their head. You, know, you almost expect it at this point. You know, it's just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, he's he's aggressive. He takes chances. It burned. He gets burned a lot, and he knows it. And he was just like, eh, 
You know, it's like that the, that play he had in the Glastonbury game where he came out of the cage and just decked a kid who was on a fast break. It turns out it was an illegal check, as we, we, we found out. Uh, I don't think that really mattered too much. Even if it was, a, it, they called it and they gave him a penalty. Maybe Glass. I, I don't think Glassberry was winning that game at that point. But it was an illegal check. We checked with all the referees. And we made a big deal out of it because they didn't call it. Um, so uh, you know, but, but he does make he makes his he makes his moves. He does his thing, he, and, and they just feed off this kid. Yep. He's just an emotional leader. I mean, he's going to Navy. You know, and, you know, talk about your leaders. Yep. I think he's he's one of them. The other guys, you know. You know, Previtt's going to Air Force, and where Shriver's going to Michigan, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, these are these are top-notch guys, and I, you couldn't ask for a better matchup in this final. And that, that was, was a, fun. That was a tremendous game, by the way. It was. The intensity was fantastic. Yeah, just a tremendous, tremendous game. Uh, the intensity was just off the wall. The crowd was into it. You know, the fans were out. So it was stark contrast to the other class, the class M semifinal before, where I think everyone kind of just. New Fairfield's going to roll away. Why even bother showing up? So, um, those are the games we were at. New Fairfield defeats uh, defeats uh, Guilford. <laughs> Thank you. Defeats Guilford uh, seventeen to seven, and they they roll into the uh, the Class M championships. I mean, it was pretty much you know formula uh, formulaic for the uh, the Rebels. Uh, the thing that stuck out to me in this one more than any other game was their defense. I mean, they have some two. I mean, you talk about Wilton guys; they have two great guys too. They have yep. uh, Nick Albitti and James Leary were all over the place. Uh, they made they smothered Guilford and Zach Buffington too. I mean, he's, he's oh, fun. Yeah. He, That's right. He, we've seen him in football, and then you see him in lacrosse too. And he's he's kind of everywhere. And uh, Will Unright is the guy I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, okay. the other guy back there. He's he's, uh, he's very he's he's pretty solid as well in the back end. I mean, they they like to say I mean they're they're just they've and they've just got so much. Everywhere. I mean, you know, we, we knew from the start all the talent they had back. They had pretty much nine out of ten starters, and you know, yep. kind of go from there. <laughs> Boy, they just put everything together. Yeah, I, I would, I would love to see New Fair. You know, it's we're not going to get it, obviously, but you know, you love to see New Fairfield against some of those class yeah. L teams and just see I think where they, they stack up because I think they could. I think they belong with that that group, and you know, unfortunately, I know there are some people out there who want who wanted them to go into season number one because Darian lost and they were on a win streak. The schedule. I mean, even though Marty went out, he played. Yep. Uh, he played San Anthony's. Mm-hmm. Uh, the strength of schedule, though, in the SWC just no, wasn't tough. there. I mean, then now they're going to play a Weston team in the final, which good for Weston getting there. Nobody thinks, and I'm, I'm not going, and I'm not going out on a limb saying this. Nobody thinks Weston has a shot. I think that's going to try. They're going to try and motivate themselves like that. Go for sure, it. Absolutely. We would love to see Weston show up. Uh, but nobody's given them any shot to win that Class M final. Uh, nice job getting past Hawkman and, and Notre Dame. That was a pretty solid win for them. Uh, now they got to face a new Fairfield yeah. a third time. Yep. I mean, and, and like you say, I mean, Weston, you know, for a team that wasn't really all that heralded at the start of the season, right. that's, they've done a really nice job putting putting things together. Yeah. And listen, listen, they're one of the really solid. They're one of the best but, teams in the state. Right. Uh, but they're running into Fairfield. Yeah. And that's. They beat Guilford. They beat him. I mean, Weston has checked all the boxes. Yep. The only box they can't yep. check is New Fairfield, and this is their shot. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see them show up. I mean, they, we went to the SWC final. It was not close. Mm-hmm. It was 6 nothing before you could blink. Yep. So New Fairfield kids, they know it. And uh, so we asked them a little bit about that. And here's uh, James Larry and, uh, and then Nick Alvetti talking about the playing Weston. 
we definitely had a chip on our shoulder coming out today. You know, it feels great, and we want to be humble, and we want to go out there and win the next one. You got Weston again, mm -hmm. and I know you beat him twice big. Yeah. What's that going to be like on Saturday? Man, I'm not going to take him lightly, so we're going to go out there and get them. That's all I got to say. Oh, that's awesome. It's, it's everything I wanted as a youth lacrosse player, just as an athlete in general, just getting back here again, chance to repeat, it's all I want. You got Weston again. Yep, hey. They're, they're a good team. We'll, we'll have to play them hard again. I know they're going to want it. We played them. This will be our third time playing them this year, so it won't be easy, but I think we're ready for it. So you can tell, you know, they're, they, they, they're not going to take them for granted. I mean, I, I still think it's tough to do psychologically because you know you can, and you've done it twice. This, I mean, is there an upset in the making here? I, I, I don't think you're going to find very many people who, who would say, yeah, I, other than anyone from Weston. Do, do you think that they would play better than the first two times? I hope so. I think that they're they're a good enough team that they could maybe make it run. But again, this is a team, New Fairfield, that we had penciled in, mm -hmm. now sharpied in to the uh, Class M final since the get. Yeah. Anyways, moving on a little bit to uh, Class S, obviously. I mean, jeez. The state championship game, folks, was played in the quarterfinals when St. Joseph uh, pl played up at uh, Summers. Even uh, uh, Ken McCarthy talked about it. He said, uh, you know, they'll when they look back at this tournament, they're going to remember that, that the toughest team they played was us. And he's not wrong. Um, they were the best. They were one of the best. I had picked them to win the state championship. Uh, I thought they could beat St. Joseph. It was a good game. St. Joseph pulls away. Mike, you were there. Mm -hmm. Tell me what, what happened in that game. It was a really good game for the first half. I mean, they were, they were back and forth, back and forth. I think it was tied a couple times through the first half. St. Joe's gets a goal late and you know and, and Brendan Talbot just sort of set you know said it it's it was the depth. I mean they just kept rolling guys in and rolling and and, and they they just had too much. Uh took a big lead in the second half. You know, held on from there and and you know like we, we knew that was that was probably going to be the class S final right there. And, yep. you know, I think they kind of showed it in that game. You know, just two really good teams going at it. And uh, St. Joe's yeah. ultimately had a little too much at the end. You know, just taking nothing away from Bacon Academy, who makes their first appearance in a Tremendous. class S final this year. And, I mean, yeah, I, I think back to preseason, I sent out an email to all the coaches. And, you know, a few of the coaches out that way said, you know, they got some talent out there at Bacon Academy. They could be uh, – it could be a team that makes a run, and then they prove them right. So uh, good, for, good for those coaches, and good yeah. for uh, Bacon Academy. Yeah, really tremendous game. That was one of the other better games mm. of the of the of the semifinal day when they forth. play back and forth, back and forth. They had a couple, uh, about a three goal lead, but East Catholic came roaring back and uh, was able to uh, to get that game tied with about a minute and change left, and then uh, and then East Cat, sorry East Catholic, sorry uh, Bacon Academy uh, was able to to win that game. On how do you pronounce his how do you pronounce his name? Healed. I'm not positive. Dylan, or yeah, is it Held? It might be Held. I'm not positive. All right. Well, Dylan Held or Healed. Dylan Held mm. scored the win. I mean, he was, nope. he was the hero. He, nope. he scored the, the winner with about 20 seconds left or 29 seconds left. And here is Bacon Academy coach Brian Martin on his team's program-defining semifinal win over East Catholic and playing in the state final. We're ready to play. I mean, we've been excited about about this team and this this season. Um, and now we're getting our shot. You know, we're making it. We're we're paying dividends. You know, and uh, all the hard work that we put in the off season, the coaching staff has done a tremendous job. Um, it's just been great, and uh, we're you know we'll see what we can do Saturday. A tremendous job by them uh, by yeah. Bacon Academy getting to the final. Yeah, that that's quite a run that they went through. You know, Northwest, uh, Granby, and then East Catholic to get the it's final. That's three pretty. Solid no joke. Beat them, no joke. And Bacon Academy. 
certainly uh, deserves to be in this spot. But now my question here is, and it's the, I don't mean to pick on St. Joe, but when you look at it at baseball, and in and, and softball they were in an L, and everyone was fine with that. Baseball is an M, playing tech schools in the first round. They got a fifth-round draft pick, uh, you know, by the Atlanta Braves, and they're in the Class M final. St. Joseph does not belong in Class S lacrosse, period, full stop. Uh, they play in the FCAC. They're a small school, but kids flock there. They know what great it's – a, it's a testament to St. Joseph that they have kids from the Trumbull – uh, from from the Trumbull Fairfield, that Bridgeport, you know, suburbia, and even Bridgeport uh, itself, uh, that corridor there, they get a lot. Kids want to go play and win championships sure. there, and that is nothing wrong with that. They, you, that is, and I would. It's a great school too. However, the fact that it, it's in class as in, in lacrosse, and, and sorry, Brendan, I love you. You run a great program. Sorry, guys, it's. What do you want to do? It's a joke. What do you want to do, though? That's the problem. I don't know what to do. It's if, just, you, if you're just going to divide them three ways at the start of the year, there's unenrollment. You know, it's it's uh, it's. Listen, we've, they they we've are, talked about this a little before, but yeah, I mean, what do you do? That's the tricky part. I we mean, all know it, but what do you do? McCarthy says get him out. McCarthy says get East Catholic out. If they're small choice schools kids are going to be flocking there they're going to oh we can go win a lacrosse championship oh maybe these are prep and maybe they can't play at prep and maybe uh maybe i'll go here maybe go to st joe uh you know you want to just automatically move them up to class i'm i i brandon i'm I, I you know i love you guys and i think you guys are a great really good team uh you guys don't belong in class s i mean it's just you know I mean, it's just not right. I, they're, if they're an M, maybe you're an M. Maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe you, you, you just, I don't know what to do. Open Division D1, D2, D3. I don't know. What? I, they're a good team. Uh, they're too good for Class S. They're not a Class S school. And they, it's not nothing to do with the kids, like nothing to do with all that stuff. It's just we. Um, it, they're going to win big against uh, Bacon Academy. Bacon Academy, this is a great run. Bacon Academy should be playing summers. This, this championship weekend, but that's not what we get. We're going to get St. Joseph, which is, you know, congrats to the, to them. But I don't know. I guess I'm going to congratulate them for winning. I, mean, I hope Bacon Academy shows up. I hope they play them tough. I, I mean, I, that would be, that would shut me up, I suppose. And, and uh, maybe that that's what we need. I don't know if they had a game plan or something, but you know, when you come out of the FCAC and then you're playing the, the, the Northern parts and the Eastern parts, which is not even close to the FCAC right now. I mean, and they're a middle of the road FCAC team. Let's remember that too. Right. Uh, you know, and that's nothing against them. Again, they're uh, they're a good program. They've right. won oh, state absolutely. championships and they've lost state championships. And they've come away this year too because they look eh, just decent in mid season, especially offensively. They got no seniors up front. They they were throwing the ball around against St. Paul, and uh, yeah, they've they've come away. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, all that other. It's tough. It's a really tough. Oh, yeah. One. What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Is is the is the question here? I, I think personally, this is my take on all of these. Uh, I think none of the Catholic schools should be anything lower than L. Maybe you take them all, put pull them together, put the top half in the higher division, the lower, the smaller ones in the L. I think that's would be fairer so to speak, and then you readjust the, the classes around them. 
same goes with tech schools. We talk about baseball. It's, you know, I know Mike DeMora went off on that, and they did not have a good showing in the baseball tournament. They never really do, and they excuse the seating up. You know, that's the other thing. Tech schools should all be in class S. It just, you know, they're, you know, I don't, I don't know. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, at some point it ceases to be an LMS tournament at that point because you're. Yeah. A, par- a part of me says it should be. Schools in L and you're. Yeah. A part of me thinks it should be based on, you know, your leagues are in, should be like the feeder into a state tournament. So whatever league or division of your league is in, that's what state tournament you play in. That, that, that's, which is kind of a district mile type of thing, but with mm-hmm. more autonomy given to the leagues. Anyway, uh, the other thing is seating here. Uh, I think the other complaint I have is, especially this year, is seating. Summers and St. Joseph getting paired up in the quarterfinals. That's got, something's got to be done about that. Uh, Darian sitting there in the five seed. Uh, yeah. it, Wilton, you know, in a 19, but the schedule they played was right. ridiculous. Granted, they lost a lot of games. They lost to Greenwich, so... Uh, it was it, the seating here is is rough, yep. and that needs to be changed too. And they need to do something hockey style because when you have state championship caliber games being played in the quarterfinals, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Because who wants to show up to the ten? That's why ten thirty. Who wants to show up to that when they pretty much think they know what the outcome is going to be? What do you do with the seating, Mike? I think a lot of the coaches would love to have some sort of say in that, have some sort of vote like they do in the FCAC. You determine your field and then you vote on your seating from there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Again, that's another. It's a. It's. I don't have all the answers uh, here. Yeah, I mean, didn't, didn't we? Did we do this a couple of weeks ago where we kind of looked did, at we the talked about it. and how it might shake down? And it helped a little, but uh, yeah, it's tricky. You know. <laughs> It's, it's 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 there's a lot of tricky stuff when you're dealing with high school sports. I mean, it's yeah. not like pro or even college because you know you, year to year you're playing a different schedule. You're everybody's playing a different schedule from each other. Your right. your strength of schedule. Your the you know the ups and downs of who you graduate, who you got back. You know, like New Fairfield <laughs> this year is is ridiculous, and next year could be much younger and much different. Yeah. You know, where do they go next year? If you added the D one, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, thing or Listen, anything like that, or open I'm open to su- or? I'm open to suggestions, but as of right now, it stinks. No, the seating's got to be fixed, and then you know the, the Catholic schools. As we talked to Ken McCarthy a couple weeks ago, or a few weeks, three weeks ago, and we asked him straight up, "Do these guys belong?" He goes, "Well, they're getting to the point where they're starting to disrupt the tournament now. Now they're 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 skewing it, and I can't disagree." That's that. Uh, that's enough gripes. Let's talk about the championship. Let's talk about this. Well, first of all, let me just take one more step back. I absolutely, and we were both, we absolutely loved the uh, the rock, paper, scissors between <laughs> Notre Dame, West Haven, and Waterford. Uh, yep. That was absolutely tremendous. Uh, although, even though my video got ripped by every, like, Instagram burner account out oh, there. Good. Thanks a lot, guys. Ask me, please, for it. But it was a really great moment for those guys. So it was, it's been a fun tournament overall. Gripes aside, mm-hmm. uh, let's take a look at these state championship games. Uh, well, let's start with we, we were just leaving off with Class S. Let's talk about this class. St. Joseph versus Bacon Academy. Uh, what makes St. Joseph so – I mean, depth, is that what you're looking at? Depth is a big thing. Um, the offense has come a long way. Those kids have really developed, and they're you know they're they're starting to you know they're they're making good plays and they're holding on to the ball and they're doing good things with it. And I mean, 
the defense, we knew the defense was strong. Phil Pasmick, uh, Kyle Burbank yeah. in goal, Brandon Lee on, on D. Phil Pasmick, fan of the program. <laughs> At least football. Yep. <laughs> I don't know about I, but go ahead. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're a strong team. You know, I haven't seen Bacon Academy, and, you know, I heard of some of those guys in the preseason, and, you know, and then they've kind of backed it up here in the playoffs. So, I mean, that's uh, pretty solid right there. I'll be interested to see how they, how they stack up on uh, Saturday morning. Do they have a shot? Everybody's got a shot. Um, <laughs> you get up, you show up, you play the game. I mean, it's I, – I, I don't know if I bet on them, but, you yeah. know, that, that they've, they've beaten some pretty – you know, I don't know if they're St. Joe's Summers class, but, I mean, they've beaten some pretty good teams along the way. So – and, you know, and then they're, and they're tested. You know, they've they've been in uh, – they've been in some pressure situations here. You know, close games all the way through. Why not? Yeah, why not them? Um, I, I, <laughs> I'm having a hard time with this. Um, <laughs> I really am. Uh, I don't think they have. I mean, I think. I Race hope is th- not always to the swift. I hope they show up. Race is not always to the swift or the battle to the strong, but that's the way to bet. What? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what is, is that Sun Tzu? It's, it's something like that. Okay. Um, I, you know, I St. Joe Depth, Pass Meg. Uh, who, who are the attackmen? Uh, what do they got up front? I haven't oh, seen St. Joe's. I feel like an idiot. I, I shouldn't even be, <laughs> you know. That up. Um, Preston Crawl is one of their bigger guys. Uh, I got the list here somewhere. You'd think I'd have it in front of me, but why would I? Why would I? Um, Mike Mulligan, uh, Declan McGinley is playing. Mm. I'm just looking over the roster here, and just, I'm forgetting people. I apologize in advance. Eric Burbank. Uh, you know, they, they kind of run. They kind of ran through seven or eight guys uh, offensively against uh, Summers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of use that depth and kind of. Situations and, and and bring guys in, bring guys out, and and did pretty well with it. The best team the Bacon beat this year was I think East Catholic, right? Uh, they beat Northwest. Um, on there, looking at the rest of their schedule, they Granby beat twice, including playoffs. That's uh, a good one. That's a good benchmark there, I suppose. Yeah, they played them at Con College. Um, so I, I guess I guess that's the <laughs> that's the takeaway yeah. here. Can Bacon Academy show up? And if they did, that would be a monumental upset. And then you, they're all going to scream at me saying, like, oh, man, Class S. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, you tell you we don't belong. We just lost the state championship game. Yeah, we lost the summer. Yeah, you lost the summers back in the day. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, okay. So I, you know, I think we both agree that St. Joe's is going to just yeah. completely mow, mow them down. I mean, I don't know about mow. Beat, win. win. They'll win. Let's I, say I they'll win. Th- I think they should win solidly, but. Okay, but I'm not discounting Bacon's chance. Are we going to say the same thing about New Fairfield? I would be stunned if, if New Fairfield lost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what What does Weston have to do? And then I, I, I'm thinking about this for even East Cat for even uh, Bacon Academy. They're going to have to go in there with some like Roy Colesley stuff. Yeah, you got you got to slow them down off- offensively, and that's tough. I mean, right? You need to get possession first, which yeah. is uh, <laughs> yeah. Against constant media, that's going to be tough. Um, right, They're, they they did yeah. not lose many faceoffs no. against Guilford. No, he's, he's 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 very good on draws and has and has been. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to I figure you got to keep it low. Um, and how do you do that? That's that's tough. And, which you know, Weston's got some defenders, but yeah, it's gonna be no, tough. I it's like the defenders. I mean, yeah, I mean, but the, the the problem is, is that if you can't get the ball. We saw this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Guilford, I mean, Guilford's uh, uh, Dylan uh, Alfeld, mm-hmm. their goalie, played great in the first yeah. qu- first quarter and, and first. 
But it was only a matter of time because I just kept getting possession, kept yep. getting possession. Kept, how many saves are you going to make? I mean, it's right. cross. I mean, it's not, you know, it's hard to make saves. I mean, yep. it's 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 I like a batting had, average. If I you, think you had 12 in the first half, and it's 12 for 21 at some point. because it's, Yeah, and they were, they were peppering him. Yeah. Um, and it just all comes down to can you relieve that they just could not keep possession yep. offensively. And they're and then if New Fairfield's defense plays like it did against Guilford, they are they're toast yeah. um, because they're gonna you know even the few offensive possessions you do get, you better make a count as Marty right. would say. You better make a count because you know they're not gonna let you breathe, and you know you're <laughs> you're gonna need to score because if 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 they if they're able to turn you over and they go back the other way and then they start winning face off it's mm-hmm. gonna be you know, lights out that's gonna be pretty much I get the feeling though Marty's still a little you know if iffy about his offense I feel like he, I think Marty would be one way or the other I love, I love I love watching I love watching Marty coach oh my god he's yelling at everyone he's just yeah he's just killing them um I, I don't you know it, there's something I feel like he wants him to be a little bit more creative on offense mm-hmm. and in and be more patient and find, you know, I think that's basically where he's going at. Um, they're the, they're at their best, I find, when they're in transition, um, New Fairfield. When they yeah. get that in there, they, they are. When you see. You got those poles that come move the ball to. Oh, yeah. When Leary yeah. brings the ball up, when Alvidi brings the ball. You yeah. saw that so many times against Guilford. No. Um, who I think, that you know, next thing you know, that that's just that's, <laughs> that's just tough. And then, obviously, you have Bubbles, our boy, Brandon Hart, my guy. Didn't didn't mention him much yesterday because he didn't have to do anything, you know. And uh, but he made some big saves. Listen, the, again, we've talked about him ad nauseum. Uh, he's uh, he's a he's a big kid in goal, and he moves like a ballerina. He is he is a good yep. goalie. He's going to Bryant. Uh, so that's like the and, and that's the next thing you got to solve. If you can solve the defense somehow, you got to solve him. And he's a you know he's tough to deal with. They're 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 just so strong back there, and yeah, you know, and that's the big thing, you know. Even if you do slow down the offense, how are you going to get enough to? Even if you do keep it low, how are you going to get enough to? to, to it's, that's that's the tough part. Ain't happening, I say. So that's two down. We uh, go to the Class L championship. Now I have no, I have no reference points because I wasn't at the, that FCX semifinal. So you're going to have to carry us through this, Mike. Hmm. Well, that's Wil- trouble. Wilton defeated Darianne four to three. It wasn't a slowdown game, as some people suggested on Twitter. It was a defensive struggle. Mm -hmm. And Darianne, it's again, we've said this before. They when they turn it on, they're they're on. And it took them a little while against Staples to turn it on. I think they recognize that. I don't they're just their attack has not been they they score on the break, score in transition. That's been kind of like their thing this year. When you get them into, you know, as they say, a half-court offense, so to speak, it's a little – I mean, they can score. Like, you know, they can score with the best of them. But it doesn't seem like it's as easy as it's been for Darianne. If you can win some face-offs against them, get some possessions like Staples did, you can get a lead on. Now the question is can you, you know, can you slow them down in the long term? I think Wilton knows how to play them. I think Wilton's got the defense for it, obviously. They beat him before. Where do you see this one going? Boy, it's tough just because Wilton has that kind of <laughs> Wilton has that kind of gleam on him right now. You know, it's yeah. that team of density, team of destiny kind of thing. It's, Let's um, remember this. Let me just stop you for a sec. Let's remember this. Darianne did not win the state championship last year. Right. So now you're looking at that. 
They also got beat by they got beat by Wilton in the FCX. They didn't win the FCX this year. So that is you want to talk about teams that have motivation. You're looking at Darien. Yep. If that defense does what it did in the, did in the FCX final, it's going to be a heck of a or the FCX semifinal. Excuse me. It's going to be a heck of a, it'll be a heck of a final. Um, if they're not as flawless, can Darien kind of pick up a little momentum, get a lead, get a little run going? Maybe. Uh, I'm thinking kind of on the fly there, but uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be a good one. Um, oh, well. I, just the way things have gone, obviously. I don't think I'm going on a limb there, but, you know, it, I still think Darian probably in that moment has a little, you know, has enough that it, that it's still, to me, make them favorite, but. You know, Wilton's obviously opened a lot of eyes in the second half here, and uh, should be fun. Here's where I think. I think I, I take the two things I said. They lost the FSAC semi to Wilton. They so they didn't win a state. Uh, they didn't win an FCAC championship for the first time in six years. They lost last year's final. They didn't get their matchup with Ridgefield, which I was hope, which we were all <laughs> kind of hoping for that rematch. They instead they got Staples because Staples played a hell of a game. Listen, the Staples was left or dead. Let's quickly talk about them. That's Staples true. were left or dead when they uh, when we saw them against New Fairfield. Right. Now remember that though. He, yeah, that's the other thing. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, you know, so great job by by Staples. Listen, get into the semifinals yeah. after all that. For sure, tremendous job by Staples and tremendous another job. team with great defense and yeah, their their defenses yeah. and their goal. I love their goalie yeah. too. He's good. Uh, so now you got. Darian didn't win the state championship last year. An epic all-time upset. I picked Darian to win it all over Wilton. I feel pretty good about that, to be honest with you. You know, and I just feel like, they, you know, now Wilton's, Wilton's, they're the team. They're riding high. They're 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 playing great. They're they're the darlings. It's the best. It's the best story of championship weekend. If you really want it, one of the best, at least I, I think. Well, East Haven softball. I think that's the mm-hmm. other one. East Haven softball and Wilton lacrosse are the two best stories of the spring. I mean, there might be another one that I'm thinking of. I'm not thinking of, but um, I uh, Jeff Breimer in a state championship game after their kids lost it the year. Ago, they're now property properly motivated. Mm-hmm. I th- I think Wilton can win this one. I think it's going to come down to the wire like it did in their F. I don't think no one, and no one's running away with this. They might get up three goals, but I think I think it's going to come down the wire again. It's going to come down to like I don't know, maybe uh, some sort of a save by by Andy Demopoulos. One of the best. You have two best goalies. You have some great attack. I mean, Corny played great in that yesterday mm-hmm. for against Staples. You know, he was great earlier in the season. I don't know what might have, I'm not sure what might have happened there, but he, he's shown up. He's shown up here, and then you have Mike uh, Minicus. You know, <laughs> he's going to be around for another year. You know, when Darian gets his back against the wall, you know, they're going to be uh, – I feel like they're going to win this one. I feel like they're, everything is going to – the universe is going to snap back into place. And Darian is going to pull this one out. What you were talking about, I was sick that game. You saw that Darian Richfield regular season game early in the year. Yeah. And you were talking about revenge. I mean, do you see that kind of vengeance in, in that yeah. Darian team? Do you see that? Yeah. Motor, that that's going to be a difference maker on Saturday and for going against Wilton again? I, and Wilton's got the emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. it's on. It is riding the crest of the wave right now. No pun intended. 
Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, Darian is a lot more businesslike. They're a lot more subdued. Uh, you, know, you know, they get a little. They they can get emotional. Don't, don't get me yeah. wrong, but but uh, you know, I feel like that they quietly. I feel like they feel like you know we want to get this back. I haven't talked to them. We want to get this back. We want to mm-hmm. get back to our regular dominance. I feel like this is going to be a springboard, like it was in 15, 2015, when they, the last time they lost back-to-back games, and that was the beginning. When they lost those back-to-back games at midseason, they went on to uh, win 74 games in a row. And I think it's a young team. I think it's a team in transition. I mean, obviously, Demopolis is going to be around another two seasons. Um, you know, you have Minicus, and you have some younger guys there. I mean, obviously, you guys you have guys like Jax Peters and... Uh, you know Bruce Ferguson at midfield and and some really good defensemen, uh, uh, Cragen and you know and I feel like Darian's sick of hearing a Wilton. They're sick of hearing of New Canaan winning the FCAC. They're they're quietly you know they they weren't very you know they beat Staples. They weren't very you know effervescent so to speak. <laughs> you know when they talked to our guys uh, Pete Pogaga and Dave Stewart after that final, they were kind of like eh, we're, we're excited. Mm. And here is Hudson Bacorny and Andy Demopoulos on the f- prospect of getting that rematch against Wilton. Oh, we're so excited now. We were lucky to see that they were on the other side of the bracket because uh, we always want to state our rematch. They're a great team, awesome defense, good offense. So hopefully we'll see them again. I'm excited to get revenge. Uh, played really well tonight, so I think uh, we played the same mentality, same energy. Come out and do it. It's just going to be such a great atmosphere. Such a great uh just, I mean, it's going to be an epic game. Three, three thirty. Are we? Are we at on Saturday? That's right. Yep. So we have class S at uh, ten a.m. Bright and early. Get your bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Class M. I mean, you're gonna have two coronations. Personally, I think that's what I mean. Unless bacon and and uh, <laughs> that's right. No pun intended. Unless uh, <laughs> unless bacon and, and Weston. Oh, you're on a roll there. Yeah, I know. Unless bacon and Weston want to do something here. Uh, I think we're going to see two coronations, and then we're going to see an absolute epic. That you Get your tickets now. Get to see that game. And if you can't, you can watch on the NFHS Network. I think it's going to be tremendous. So what do you think, Mike? We're going to gonna put your feet to the fire. What do you say, Darian or Wilton? Darian. Yeah, I'm going to go Darian, too. I picked them before we did our tournament preview. Yep. Earlier in the week, I say I say Darian. Been voting them number one all year. I might as well. Yeah, I mean that's right. They're they're still number one. You know, you can look at it that way. But again, Wilton's yeah, just team of destiny. You have two legacy programs here. I mean, Wilton mm-hmm. especially. I mean, they're going for what their twenty third, fourth, like that. Yeah, state yeah, championship. Uh, what a way to do it. I mean, that'd be a great. It's a great story, Wilton. Yep. Just tremendous Absolutely. story. I mean, I remember. Wilton, when they were, I think when they walked, I don't know what game it was. I think it was the Darien game. They were, they were, I remember you saying the that, tempers yeah. were flaring mm-hmm. uh, at Fujitani Field between the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. They were not, you know, it was, so so to get to this point uh, is remarkable. And they're obviously now, whatever happens in the final, mm-hmm. it is a tremendous story that yep. Wilton comes coming back from, you know, one and seven. I don't know. I know they're not. I know they're Wilton. I know it's not like. You know, they came some program that came out of nowhere. They're a legacy program, but still, that's still, it's, it's a really tremendous yeah. job. So, um, all right, so we got uh, we got New Fairfield, we got uh, St. Joseph, and we got both got Darien. Who knows? I'm just hoping for a great, great week of lacrosse. Boy, you know, we've <laughs> we've seen some great games and some not so great games, but uh, <laughs> it should be uh, should be a fun final final day. Come for the whole day, any day. I mean, you never know. Yeah, we we yeah. we we're we're, we're d- 
digging graves over here for bacon and the other. But like, just come on down, you know, pay your ticket, grab a couple of dogs, sit back, put some sunscreen on, and enjoy yourself. Um, you know, two two undercards before the main event, I, I think, uh, is not a bad way to spend a Saturday night. Norwalk. I hear there's going to be. We need a walk out after that. Yeah, well, yeah, traffic. Yeah. Right. I heard there's going to be traffic. I guess there's a bridge or some construction they're going yeah, on. Stanford. Yeah. Stanford. Make make sure, especially you, Bacon Academy. Make sure you get there bright and early because you know traffic in Fairfield County is a mess. So, anyway, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week to talk about the final top ten poll and all the things that happened on state championship weekend. For Michael Fornbaugh, I'm Sean Patrick Bowley. Thank you for joining us. Good night.